You are tuning in to Missouri NEA Connects, a podcast to focus on all things Missouri education, from policy to practice, so that each of us can unite, inspire, and lead from where we are. We're happy you're here. Welcome, Samantha Hayes, MNEA Teaching and Learning Director, here to deliver the State Board and Macy report from last week. This report is coming on a delay since last week we got a legislative update from Autophasian, MNEA Legislative Director. I am going to give a little bit of an overview as to what Macy is. Macy is in statute, it is an advisory council of certification for educators. This council it has 25 members to be appointed by the state board on the recommendation of the Commissioner of Education. Of the 25 members of the council, 15 must be active public school classroom teachers. Currently, your MNEA representatives on Macy are Paul Aubrey, Lisa Baldwin, Francine Hill, Jacqueline McGill, Carrie Sykes, and Dr. Alexander Ty. The report that I am delivering is based on the notes, what we have heard during that meeting at Macy. Uh, Dr. Paul Katnick from DESE, Assistant Commissioner of the Office of Educator Quality, updated the council on the state of the teacher workforce in Missouri. Based on the recent numbers that Dr. Katnick delivered, data suggests some positive enrollment in educator preparation programs, but also indicates that certificates that are granted are not enough to fill current demands. There is a steady number of teachers who have less than 10 years experience in the state of Missouri, and the demographics of Missouri educators still need more diversity. The current strategies of retention grants, career ladder, and work groups to explore climate, culture, and working conditions are all in place to improve retention of educators. This spring, there will be a work group that focuses on climate, culture, and working conditions. As teaching and learning director, what peak, like my ears perk up when I hear a work group focused on climate, culture, and working conditions. I am very intrigued by that. A teacher's working condition is a student's learning environment. And if you want to talk about retention, Let's talk about the day-to-day that happens for teachers and why is that not being considered? Why is it not more of a centralized component of this recruitment and retention conversation? So I am very happy to hear that that's a work group. Uh, I will definitely have my ears open for that work group to commence. Dr. Bobby Joe Lewis, DESE Coordinator of Teacher Development, updated the council on various programs in the Office of Educator Quality. Missouri Teacher Development System, there are currently 1,517 Missouri teachers enrolled in Missouri Teacher Development System. MTDS structures our development system on learning forward standards for professional learning. More on those standards are linked in the actual report, and you can find more information on MTDS in the report. Christina Andrade Melli, Rittner High School English teacher and Rittner NEA president, was awarded the 2023 Missouri Teacher of the Year in October 2022. Um, I want to be Christina's best friend. Uh, She's just an incredible human being and so deserving of this award. I am so happy to see her representing all teachers in the state of Missouri. She is a rock star. And the 2024 Teacher of the Year nominations are currently open so that Missouri can find 
another rock star. So at the time of Macy's meeting in February, there were 101 nominations that had been started at the district levels. Regional Teacher of the Year applications open on May 12th, along with a clinic to support applicants for the Teacher of the Year application process if you would like to apply for Teacher of the Year. Uh, Do not be afraid to toot your own horn. If you're a rock star, you're a rock star. So apply for that Teacher of the Year application. I want to see all of the teachers celebrated. For the Milken Award, Vanessa Thompson, a second grade teacher and MNEA member at Chapel Hill, elementary school and North Kansas City Schools. Whoop, whoop. Congratulations, Vanessa. Next, there was also a leadership development update. The primary purpose of the Missouri Leadership Development System, MLDS, is the development and support of effective school leaders. The MLDS competencies are aligned to the professional standards for educational leaders. There are currently 1,600 leaders in the MLDS. The program is funded with a three-year seed grant from the Department of Education along with Title IIA funds. In 2022, the Wallace Foundation highlighted MLDS for their work. Having a very strong leader leads to higher teacher retention and higher student outcomes. Very similarly to a teacher setting the tone for their students in their classroom, leaders set the tone for the culture in a school building. And you, we need to have good leaders in our school building. So the MLDS is a very integral part to the success of public schools in the state of Missouri. And this is really important work that is happening. Educator preparation updates. Dr. Daryl Ferdley, DESE Educator Preparation Coordinator, updated the Council on Educator Preparation's response to multiple DESE initiatives. With the passage of Senate Bill 681, literacy standards need to be updated within educator preparation competencies. The changes must be made in rules in the Code of State Regulations, along with Missouri Standard for the Preparation of Educators, known as MOSBs. Missouri standards for the preparation of educators, those MOSBs, are planning to be updated. Really, the goal is to make MOSB standards more useful. Teacher preparation, entry assessment. DESE is looking for ways to remove barriers to becoming teachers in the state of Missouri. They have researched teacher preparation entry assessments and are looking to no longer require entry assessments for educator preparation programs. It needs to be clear that removing the exam to get into the educator preparation program not the exam to be certified. Those assessments, based on research, those entry assessments do not necessarily lead to more effective teachers. They are redundant, do not affect all groups equally, exasperate the teacher shortage, increase the cost of becoming a teacher, create a barrier that does not exist in most other states and are not required for all candidates already because there are various avenues in which to become a teacher. MNEA supports the removing the barrier as research supports the decision and educators still must successfully complete complete the educator preparation program before obtaining a certificate. And finally, there was a teacher apprenticeship update. Currently, there are teacher apprenticeship models being employed at Missouri State University in Springfield. It is a decentralized model as DESE is just connected with people and entities such as educator preparation programs and school district. The next Macy meeting will be held virtually on April 3rd, 2023. If you have any questions or suggestions, please contact Samantha Hayes at MNEA. Information about Macy is also linked in the report that I have also linked in the, the description. Very inception there. And now on to the state board report. 
The Missouri State Board was held last Tuesday on February 7th. The Missouri NEA report was posted this week on Wednesday. Agendas and minutes and recordings can be of this state board report can be found on Desi's website. This is all linked. All of the links to all of the different reports that I am reporting on right now is are linked and in the description. Fiscal year 2024 budget report. To generate this report, Desi puts together a budget request to send to the governor's office so that his office can layer his budget recommendations for education based on his agenda and Desi's request. Once Desi receives these, the recommendations from the governor's office, the Office of Financial and Administrative Services creates the budget, the full budget report. This will be there will be several other hearings that may adjust this budget based on what the legislator, legislature wants to do with it. On the day of the state board meeting, February 7th, the House subcommittee did their first markup of their report on that af- in that afternoon. The budget will then go to the Senate sub- subcommittees to follow the same process. The governor's office added some items that were not originally in Desi's budget request, and some of the items that Desi requested the governor did not agree with and did not recommend funding. In the report linked in the description, there is a table that gives a quick overview of select items from the report. Those select items were extracted from the full report that Desi presented at the state board to reflect trends and priorities from the state on various initiatives in in Missouri education at this time. View the full budget report that is linked in the MNEA report. Uh, Just a couple of pieces from the the items that I have highlighted from that report to the board. The governor is really focusing on early childhood. He did recommend teacher career ladder for the 60% state funding and 40% local funding. However, he did not recommend the teacher baseline salary to ensure that all teachers got $38,000 as a baseline salary, as opposed to it just being a grant offered through DESE. Also, he did not fund the Grow Your Own Funding grant. All three of those, teacher baseline salary, teacher career ladder, and Grow Your Own Funding, were the Blue Ribbon Commission recommendations. There was also an update on Missouri School Improvement Program, MSIP-6. The the update focused on what to expect from the pending annual performance report release in early March. The annual performance report is also known as the APR. Due to the drastic adjustment with how APR is calculated in MSIP-6 compared to MSIP-5, all stakeholders involved are concerned about what the APR results for MSIP-6 will be. To review how MSIP-6 is structured and how the new APR scores are calculated, in the, rep- in the report I have put in the description, all of the documents in DESE's website is um, also linked there as well. The key changes to MSIP-6 include differentiates performance of public schools and districts among, along a continuum, provides accessible and actionable information about schools and districts, empowers local boards of education to improve and innovate by adding a continuous improvement component, emphasizes the importance of academic performance by holding public schools equally accountable for status and growth, focuses on preparation and well-being of each student at all levels. With these vast changes in how MSIP-6 is structured and how APR is calculated, APR results between MSIP-5 and MSIP-6 are not comparable. 
On the day of APR release, there will be two versions of the report, a public report and a detailed tableau report for districts to use. Regarding these changes to to this iteration of MSIP, DESE states that MSIP 6 not only holds districts accountable for how they will perform, but how much they improve. And that's that growth piece for how much students are growing from last year to this year. The first year of any new academic performance standard changes to MSIP or first year of statewide assessment system and performance indicators shall be utilized as a pilot. This shall not be used to lower public schools, districts, accreditation, or for a teacher's evaluation. Due to the statute, classification under MSIP 6 based on APRs will not occur until 23-24 school year. The the 21-22 classifications for school districts will only be based on superintendent certification, reserve fund balance, local local board member orientation and training, and compliance with the state and federal law. Stakeholders have two upcoming opportunities to engage with DESE and the Office of Quality Schools in preparation for the APR release. February 16th is virtual, and March 2nd is in-person in Columbia. MNEA will be attending both meetings. More information on those meetings can be found at DESE's, which I have linked in our report. There was a governmental affairs update. The update focused on proposed bills surrounding open enrollment, transparency, and Parents' Bill of Rights Act, the Blue Ribbon Commission's recommendations, tax credits for child care, school choice, including charter expansion and vouchers, and MOCAP. There was mention of bills surrounding gender-related issues and participation in sports, but it was indicated that DESE was watching from afar and not directly involved in that legislation. DESE indicated that there was a good momentum in committees surrounding the Blue Ribbon Commission's recommendation, but no movement on the floor as of right now. For more updates on legislative activity regarding education, sign up for legislative updates by MNEA Legislative Director Otto Fajan at mnea.org, or you can listen to the podcast episodes with the legislative update. Last big thing, there was a consideration of work group members for developing K-12 learning standards for social-emotional learning. The state board charged DESE with creating these standards. According to statute, they must have 27 individuals chosen by various entities for these work groups. The timeline to create these standards is quick. The state board hopes to have draft standards to them by March, by May 2023. Phase one of this work is to convene meetings with the work group February through April. The first meeting of this work group will be in person in Jefferson City, February 23rd to 24th, so next week. Proceeding meetings during the semester will occur both virtually and in person. DESE presented a list of names that they have selected so far for the 27-person work group, but the list was incomplete and not all entities had submitted names as of last Tuesday. The state board approved the partial list of names, but they expressed concerns about the lack of adequate representation for all school district communities in Missouri, with no representation. With no current representation for urban schools in the current recommendations, the board has also added two more representatives from Kansas City Public Schools and St. Louis Public Schools, bringing the total number of the work group to 29. MNEA has submitted names of practicing educators who are intentionally working on SEL on on a daily basis. Their greatest concern is the list as it stands, the work group representatives include very few practicing educators in school buildings working with students on a daily basis. In other business, there were various rules that were approved. 
primarily ones that involve literacy competencies in different content areas for educator preparation. Those literacy updates are to follow statute from the recent passage of Senate Bill 681. The next meeting of the Missouri State Board of Education will be held on March 7th, 2023. If you have any questions or suggestions, please contact Samantha Hayes. Uh, All my contact information is in the description. And I thank you for listening.